0: We've been talking about the uh, fall semester and what students in public schools are going to have to deal with when they head back to school in person, uh, this after a year and a half or so of uh, being in class, then all of a sudden not being in class. Being remote, and then some districts coming back with a blended model, or not coming back at all. Uh, and now for fall semester, the Illinois State Board of Education has said that students have to be in school. There's some uh, applications for those who are medically vulnerable that uh, students can apply for uh, to be able to do remote learning. But there's a lot of other guidance that's out there uh, that some schools are, are raising questions about, and to uh, to talk about some of those questions. Uh, from the Large Unit District Association. Uh, John Berkey, he is the executive director. He joins us now on WMAY. I'm Greg Bishop. John, thanks for taking time with us this morning. How you doing?
1: Hey, good morning, Greg. It's uh, great to be with you this morning.
0: Absolutely. So let's get into this. You guys sent a letter to the Illinois State Board of Education. Uh, what's the letter say, and what are you guys looking for? So
1: our biggest concern is, as you stated just a moment ago, that in May, ISBE, issued a declaration that everyone needed to be back 100% in person in the fall. And we really support that. We want our students back in, 100% in person. But we uh, currently don't have the guidance that's going to allow that to happen. And we expected that the guidance would either come first or the guidance would come shortly after that declaration. And we're sitting here now at the end of June and it still it still hasn't come, and we've got primarily um, our districts, and and I represent fifty two of the large unit districts in, in in Illinois, and we're we're very geographically diverse. We have districts on the border of Wisconsin. We have uh, so, southernmost district is is Marion, which is you know near to Kentucky, and so we're very diverse across the state. And our concern is that we just won't be able to make it happen. Until we get uh, until we get updated updated guidance, and that and like I said, it's the end of June, and we still uh, do not have that guidance.
0: We're talking with John Berkey. He's the executive director of the Large Unit District Association about a letter they sent to the Illinois State Board of Education. Uh, John, I, I looked at the governor's executive order. I don't know if that's the what's guiding this, but, uh, I mean, it ultimately said masks are required. Uh, you can do three-foot social distancing if uh, the staff member's vaccinated, six-foot if they're not vaccinated. Uh, but now they're saying you can do 100% full capacity in schools. How does that all that mesh or not mesh together?
1: It does. It, it, it doesn't all mesh. And and the other thing is that, you know, our schools will do everything to follow guidance and, and to have 100% of kids in person. But part of also is the not knowing what the fall is going to look like in terms of guidance. We don't want to go out and spend a lot of money and do unnecessary things that may be pulled back in guidance two, three, four weeks from now, which is why we would like the guidance now. And I'll just give you one small example that's, that's happening in a number of my districts. Many of our elementary buildings now use tables for students instead of individual desks. They do that because it helps students collaborate as they're learning. It's a, it's a great practice. But at tables, they can't keep students at the three-foot separation in many cases. So I've got districts that literally have desks on order, to go back to student desks, but they don't want to make that expenditure if they're not ultimately going to need that come August. Um, and obviously that would be a of expenditure if it's not needed. And so not having this guidance now of knowing what the fall will really look like is is particularly concerning. And, you know, we're looking at Phase 5, which, of course, Illinois entered several weeks ago. And under guidance in many other locations in Illinois, not schools, that uh, distancing doesn't exist the same way and so we're we're just wanting to mesh not only have our guidance for schools but mesh the guidance with the rest of of, of what's going on in in Illinois
0: talk a bit about um, the uh the issues of quarantine—we saw this a lot, uh, especially with some of the smaller districts around our area here in the Springfield area. Some of the more rural uh, communities—you know—they did have moments where you know there'd be like 15, 20 kids that had to, to quarantine, even if they didn't test positive if they were around somebody. Um, uh, do you have that level of guidance yet on how all of that's going to work?
1: No, yeah, no. The quarantine guidance is still the same from last year, um, with with some with some small uh, with some small. Age. But it's still in place. And quarantining was a huge issue for our schools and for our kids. A uh, lot of kids out of school for extended amounts of time with very few confirmed positive cases that came out of that. And what, what, what's important to know is last year when that happened, most of at least the schools I represent, most of our schools had vigorous remote learning options. So if a student was quarantined, he or she would do the remote option during that period quarantine. But when we go to 100% in person, there won't be any remote option. And so what uh, schools are going to have to completely focus their staff on in-person learning. So what's going to happen in many cases is students who are out in quarantine will be treated as what's called a, 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 you know, homebound student for a medical reason. And that that's already allowed under the school code. It happens when a student has to miss school for medical reasons. But that homebound uh, education provision is not nearly as robust as what full remote learning is, and so we're just really worried about kids missing significant amounts significant amounts of school for quarantining, and and we really feel that that's going to need to be revised again in light of the the, the changing and improving uh, situation regarding COVID.
0: John Berkey, Large Unit District Association. Uh, I'm going to have to reach back out to you for uh, other stories as well because there's plenty for us to talk about, including how do we rebound from this ultimately, uh, and uh, what are some of the other state policies being enacted that are going to impact your members with the Large Unit District Association.